for the right dosage of sports. Hang with the most reliable crew. Get the info, stats, scores, and unpopular opinions on Sports City. Sports City. Record from the blast for Senegal with quickest goal. Flying Eagles hoping to emulate neighbors with win against Qatar today. Raptors take series lead against Box in the NBA as Conte to enter inches closer by the second. And Wilfred Mung D, Silent G, Wade, Luadami, Loju, Salio, and Anome Appeal. We will be keeping you company for the next 25 minutes or thereabouts. So why not jump straight in the, into the conversation on social media? At City1051, that is the platform. Go there and share your thoughts on the Flying Eagles as they take on Qatar later on today. WhatsApp 0909-916-4403. And the phone lines, of course, 0700-1051-1051. Sports City for all Ukraine, the ever exciting that was the voice of Oluwadami Loju Salioname. How are you doing this morning? Uh, as good as ever. Uh, as a Friday. Okay. <laughs> Were you shocked by what you saw in Milwaukee? Disappointed. More disappointed wow. than shocked. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Can you call that series now? Uh, I think I think it's wrapped up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that will be in Toronto in about 48 hours. I actually think it will be wrapped up uh, right there in Game 6. We'll see to that. But let's go straight to the French Open. It be- begins on Sunday. The draws have been made. Fedra and Nadala in the same half of the draw. That means potential semi-final meeting if they go all the way. But Fedra would also have to see off Sissipas. That will be in the quarterfinals. And that was the same stage we he got dumped out at the Australian Open this year. Dami, while us run us through all to expect from the draws made yesterday. I'm sure if they can see me right now, they will see the smile on my face from ear to ear. Roland Garros is here and Stefano Sissipas will be looking to repeat what he did in Melbourne if he gets to meet Roger Federer in the quarterfinals. He's in the fifth section while Federer is in the sixth section. So if they win all their four round of matches, they get to play each other in the quarterfinals. Talking about their round of matches, Federer starts his campaign against Italian Lorenzo Sonego and is on course to meet Mario Berrettini, another Italian, in the third round. While for Sisi Pass, he's got Marin Cilic also in his section, so a potential court, um, fourth round meeting between the two. For 11-time champion and current defending champion Rafael Nadal, he has an easy draw at least hmm. up until the third round. He's playing the qualifier in the first round, so he doesn't even know who his opponent is yet. And then, if he wins that one, he's going to play one of two other qualifiers who are slugging it out in the first round. Um, Gofan could be his opponent in the third round, while Nicolas Bachelasvili is a potential fourth-round opponent. For quarterfinals, it looks like it's likely to be Kiei Nishikori. How about we go to the other side mm. of the draw, the top half. Novak Djokovic could just be meeting German Alexander Zverev in the quarterfinals. Zverev starts his campaign against John Milman, right? For Novak Djokovic, he starts against Polish Hubert Hooker. So has had a good 2019 so far. For Bonacoric, he comes against A. Bedin. And then other interesting seedings we've seen. Dominic Thiem, he's going to start against T. Paul and he could have a fourth round clash against Gail Monfils. Kachanov and Juan Martin Del Potro are also in the same section. They could meet in the fourth round. That's for the men's draw. So let's go to the women's draw where Naomi Osaka will be playing her first Grand Slam as the top seed actually. Yes, uh, Naomi Osaka world number one yeah. and she's likely to be AK Shimeldova. Mm. Uh, we know Naomi Osaka doesn't do too well on clay. Hopefully for me, 
And for my heart, uh, that's going to change at Roland Garros this year. No, don't look at me like that. She might meet Madison Keys in the fourth round of the tournament. All right, um, some interesting draws here also. Serena Williams, who is seated 10th, is going to start a campaign against uh, v- Vetra Dichenko. I'm actually not expecting much from her in this tournament. <laughs> Let me tell you what I'm expecting. I'm expecting a really interesting clash in the third round mm. as Serena Williams could come up against Bianca Andrescu. Yeah, Remember, the 18-year-old Canadian. 18-year-old Canadian mm. sensation. But if Serena Williams gets past that, she'll play Ashley Barty, or she should play Ashley Barty, I should say, mm-hmm. in the fourth round. Simona Halep against Kwan Wang could be an interesting fourth round encounter why for the best first round fixture it has to be in the section five where elena's vitolina has a first round clash against venus williams really interesting times for karina wozniaki she seated 13th meaning she could play second seed karina pliskova in the fourth round in the monaco grand prix uh, that gets our attention now because that's where it's happening in formula one this season or rather this weekend and uh, for lewis hamilton he did miss the media briefing and that's because of the man uh, who died who he said was his mentor and convinced him to move over there to mercedes uh, but hamilton returned to the track and he set the fastest time there uh, he was the quickest in first practice uh, Valtteri Bottas was second so Mercedes dominating again in one and two maybe it's time to just hand <laughs> the title already to Mercedes if they continue in this fashion then the constructors championship would have been wrapped up very early in the season but it's still practice a second practice will still follow but in case you're looking for Sebastian Vettel well he came third but guess what he was 0.763 seconds of the pace massive that is and so he has a lot of catching up to do but still practice we'll see but for homeboy uh, Charles Leclerc he was born in Monte Carlo <laughs> he came fence okay maybe still fascinated by the things happening right there in his hometown Kawhi Leonard from downtown. Giannis played by Green with help from Gasol. Oh, beautiful pass. Giannis with the assist, setting up Lopez. Giannis for three. Whoa! Didn't see that coming at all. The three-quarter jump on Brockton is off, but he saves it. Lopez for three. Yes! The game is tied. Down to two and a half for man. Van Fleet for three again. So Leonard takes it to the backcourt. Lowry run into here's Siakam as the result of that collision at center court. And Toronto has taken a three games to two lead. And how Toronto came from 2-0 down in the series. Remember, they lost the first two at Milwaukee. Took it to Toronto, leveled the series. Now, game five. Went back to Milwaukee. And how did they capitulate talking about the box? Yeah, it's, it's not about the fact that they've lost the previous two games. It's the fact that they've lost three in a row. Mm. And also, coinciding with the fact that they had a 14-point lead in this game at some point somewhere in, that, in this game. It started so... That's the box? Yes, the box. It started so well in that first quarter... Reduce the, the 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 Raptors to 22 points in in that in that uh, first quarter and the first four or five minutes the uh, Raptors struggled to make shots and it felt like the box were just playing so well the fans were just behind them and you thought that okay they had this one 10 point lead at the end of the quarter second quarter the Raptors came out strong and then in th- uh, third quarter again there was also a 10 point lead mm. and you would have thought that the box would 
close this game out and wrapped it up or no obviously it was the toronto raptors that wrapped this one out 105 99 it ended for them i will want to fault the game plan for the box going into this one hmm. uh when we started with the fact that they were spreading plays all around uh yanis was not the one driving into the paint everywhere now and then he was spreading the ball blesser was shooting brogdon was shooting and i felt that this should have been a game plan all through but every time i saw yanis playing up top always wanted to drive through into the paint and anytime he did that the raptors were there the likes of Ble- uh Gasol, mm-hmm. Siakam, and all and, uh, Kawalena, three of them always waiting for him. Mm-hmm. So there was no way for him to go, but yet they kept on doing the same thing over and over again, and they kept on mu- missing points and turnovers. Yeah, and the Yanis finished the game with 24 points. Mm. Uh, in, wow, wow, wow. And by his standard, you say that it's low. And when you compare that to that of Kyle Leonard, he had 35 in that game. But uh, when you look at the coach's decision in this game to play only three people off the bench, then could you say that this was actually what won the game for them? Well, it, it, not, not really. Uh, I think the, all the starting players knew what was at stake and the, the managers knew that, okay, this were the guys that were going to do it for me. Van Fleet, you know, by the way, had a good game yesterday. Off the bench? Yeah, 21, 21. 21 points. He, he kept on getting all those spaces to make the shot and I'm sure the uh, newly, uh, the new father, after I gave back to Chad this week, we're so happy by, by his contribution in this one. For Kawhi Leonard, Kawalena didn't have a dominant performance per se, like you know, he was he's uh, you know nursing an injury, but yeah. he just slowly, 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 he was just there making those shots, uh, picking up those rebounds here and there. And this was a good game for them. Kylori uh, also had a great game on the night, so good performance all around from the Raptors. A very, very how do I put it, well managed game from the manager uh, Nick Noss. So as it stands now, Nemeth thinks that it's over for the Raptors. Well, after what we saw yesterday, you will get to agree. But Giannis Atetokounmpo, he's still looking forward to Game 6. Does he think it's over? You know, obviously, uh, Game 6 is really important. Uh, you know, we, we know as a team that we've lost three, three straight and, um, you know, something new for us. But um, we got to go into Toronto and we got to get... Game six, so and uh, you know you cannot treat as just another game. It's a must win. Like everybody knows it, knows it. Uh, you know, uh, and we're just gonna go in there and try to do as much as we can do. Leave everything on the court. You know, uh, make shots, play hard, uh, give energy, and hopefully we can get a win. It's not just another game. Got to go in there and win, come back. One thing for him to smile about, Giannis Atetokounmpo, is that he's in the first team of the NBA for the season. Uh, run us through that, Aname. Well, there are th- three teams for the All-NBA team, and the yeah. first team has Giannis Atetokounmpo, mm-hmm. uh, Steph Curry, Paul George, uh, James Harden, and also Nikola Jokic, who had a great season with the Nuggets. The mm. second team, uh, you get to see Kevin Durant, who I think should have been in the first team. In the team. first team. Uh, who do you think he should have replaced uh, in the first George, team? Paul, Paul George. George. Yeah. Wow. There's Joel Embiid in this one, too. Kyrie Irving also in the second team. Mm. Kawhi Leonard in the second team. Then uh, I Dem- think this is fine. Yeah, this is this Daniel is quite Lillard. fine. Daniel Lillard also making yeah. that second team, which means he gets that, you know, mm. uh, super max contract the same <laughs> thing for uh Giannis because yeah. this is the second time in a row he's making yeah. the first team that means he's, he probably would become the highest paid in the nba Drell- by next Drell- season Drell- b2 will get a super max contract yeah. uh, in this one too another player who will be getting a super max contract is also in the third team at uh, the guard for the charlotte hornets kemba walker mm. is mm. in this one and uh, russell westbrook also there lebron james and uh, making it into the third <laughs> team blake griffin and rudy gobert 
one name that we did not see in all of this is mm. Clay Thompson. Very, very surprised. Actually, where do you think he would have um, been, in your opinion? I, I think he should have been the second, second team. team. Yeah, the second team. Mm. That, what about LeBron in the third team? Uh, he's okay there. <laughs> <laughs> Disadvantage of joining the Lakers, isn't it? Yeah, okay. uh, you, can, you, you, can, you can say that. All right. Name a better sports program and we on Sports City will quit it could not have gone any better for the senegalese yesterday at the under 20 world cup we'll come back to them in a moment but let's start with the flying eagles uh where they'll get to play qatar today big question is how do you see them faring i just hit it up on social media at city 1051 and share your thoughts concerning that one but let's talk about this flying eagles team dami after what we saw in Niger Republic, where they qualified for the World Cup, finishing fourth. Yeah, they lost the semi-finals on penalties, also lost the third place game on penalties. So fourth, we had a finish. Defensively, they looked okay. Going forward, appalling. And so the, the coach, Paul Ibogun, decided to half the team and bring in a lot of foreign-based players. Do you think this will work positively for Nigeria? I have to hope so. That's, that's the major thing, to hope that it, it's a positive change for the Flying Eagles. I wasn't too impressed in, in Nijay. I know we started the tournament like a house on fire. Where we scored five goals, but we also conceded four. And going forward, the goals filtered out, even though the defensive phase we look to have improved. So, I think that's why they've had their training camp in Germany. And I'm really optimistic about the game against Qatar. I mean, if we don't win, it's going to be a catastrophe. But hopefully, we get there, get the first win on the board. And like he said yesterday in his press conference, the most important thing they're looking forward to is getting out of the group. Mm. I'm not saying the Flying Eagles should go there and win the tournament. If they do that, it's a bonus, it's good. But it's under 20 football, developmental, most importantly, show us the technical side of the game. Let us see great display. I want to see us hold on to possession really well and create those chances and more importantly, convert them. And I mean, speaking of uh, developmental, Qatar has one of the best uh, academies in the world. Much talked about Aspire Academy. I'm funny enough, we've seen a few Nigerians come through that academy, but should we be looking at that and fear this Qatari side? Well, I think we should look at what the developmental football has done for them over the past years. Qatar was not a uh, nation to be reckoned with when it come to, came to international football, but they've gone through the phase of developing players until when they did win the Asian Cup uh, uh, earlier. So this is a side that has been developing gradually. But that senior level. Yes, oh, those players came through these ranks. <laughs> that is what it meant. So <laughs> gradually, even even the manager was uh, was the under twenty coach, under mm. twenty three, and mm-hmm. they about until he got to the national team. Mm. So they're very very keen on developing these players. So you get to see these guys strut the stuff at this tournament. They are going to you know give the best there. They're going to show a lot of what you know they've been training, the technical and tactical aspect of the game, which is what we also want to see from our. Mm. our our own boys there has been a lot of talk about nigeria being two-time finalists in this competition but sometime around the 80s there about kata also they finished second in this tournament so they also have pedigree don't write them off and again is they have it going for them when you talk about development of youth football and also they qualify through the asian uh, tournament uh, they finished fourth, just like Nigeria also finished fourth. And the interesting thing about this sites is that they stay in the same hotel <laughs> in po- in Poland. Uh, the the Flying Eagles, or rather the Qatari side, just a floor above the Flying Eagles. So hey, they both will be making the short trip to the venue of the game today. But looking at the possible lineup, I don't expect a lot of changes in that defense, but. 
Oremade manned the post for Nigeria. That's Olawale Oremade. Do you see him continuing? Yes, I, I expect him to be in goal. I mean, he, he he did a really good and decent job. And I don't think we want to be chopping and changing at this stage of the competition. I expect that he has had his, the ideal idea of his starting eleven over the campaign period. When the game is starting today, you don't want to start tweaking around and moving around formations, especially in the defense. There's something you, there's a question that you get with your back four, back five, depending on if you're playing three defenders alongside your goalkeeper. Mm. So expect Oremadi to man the post alongside the traditional defenders. The coach played four defenders at the under-20 tournament, so we expect that to continue unless he gets to tweak that because there are lots of midfielders and attackers now i mean new faces so he might want to tweak that but if he's to go with four defenders that means ikweke mudo who is the captain of the side will get to continue on the left while jamil mohammed would play from the right and i mean do you see him maintaining the central defensive partnership of um, ugo obu and valentine ozonwa for yeah it, it, it looks that way I, I don't think the defense looked very bad even at the the, the nation's cup in aj the issue was with the midfield which mm-hmm. is why he has decided to bring the likes of man city's uh, tom daily bashir and also yeah. the, the bonnet man and nathan ofobo mm-hmm. uh, these players i expect them to start he might decide to go with a 4-4-2 uh, so that he has much more uh how do i put it with and also so intensity in the middle of the pack mm. so i want to see a creative team today this is what we lacked at the afghan tournament i want to see that paul ibogun has done a lot of work between that time and this tournament we want to see them create more plays create chances mm. and possibly get goals going and you spoke about these guys uh, that he's brought into the squad dami now when you look at these guys coming in it makes it very difficult for us to tell who gets to play especially going forward from the midfield into the attack but let's leave all that. A lot of talk has been said about um, Ofobo, you know, Bashiru. Well, we expect a lot from them. But is this an indictment on the MPFL? Because 15 of those players are foreign-based players, right? And I mean, how many? Did 12. 12. 12. 12. That was what you counted yesterday. But when you consider the last time Nigeria got to the finals of the Under-20 World Cup, that's when Mikel Obi and the rest of Obuke, Taye Taiwo, it was 15 home-based players in that squad out of 21. That meant six players were foreign-based. Is the MPFL going down or what? Maybe the Nigerian players are going up. Lack and of trust? No, maybe the Nigerian players are going up and then they are leaving the MPFL a lot quicker to play in the foreign leagues. I mean, no, I don't think that's it. It's it's a really indictment on the Nigerian Professional Football League. It's not just even at this level. We see that the Super Eagles, where there are very few home-based players, I, I, I'm not too concerned. I'm not too concerned about whether they are majorly home-based players. I know a lot of Nigerians like the story when a home-based player is the one at the World Cup. Mm. But, I mean, just take your best legs. And right now, it doesn't look like the MPFL legs are the exact best legs to I go to the World Cup. It's good to see that the LMC are looking to correct this. You're making sure that we'll produce more talent from, uh, at the home under-15 exactly, tournament. The under-15 tournament that we're doing has been quite uh, regular now. And we also have a select... A, f- a team that also goes to play this uh, on a 15 future tournament in South Africa too. So we are, we are correcting that. I'm happy the LMC are looking into that. So maybe in the next tournament, we get to see more home-based players representing us at this international competitions. So Nigeria will get on the way today. 5 p.m. Nigerian time will be the time for Nigeria versus Qatar. But yesterday, the very first game, hmm, records were set straight. Second edition of the FIFA Under 20 World Cup opens in Lublin. And an early chance here. And what about that for a start? A goal inside 10 seconds for Sanya and Senegal. Here comes Senegal. 
Chinese day. Senegal have four forward here. The Ad is one of them. Yeah, the first hat-trick of the tournament already in and it came from Sagna. Arsenal fans, don't get excited. Not Bakari Sagna, but Amadou Sagna uh, with a hat-trick in that. He could have had four. <laughs> yes. And and Senegal for me, like I said yesterday, I expect them to be the best African team at this tournament. They're already showing signs. Yeah. <laughs> Three goals to new. Getting a goal in 9.6 seconds. Meaning if Usain Bolt started his race when the match started, <laughs> the goal went in when he broke his world record. Good morning. Hello, yeah, good morning. Good morning. Your name, where are you calling us from? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> hmm. Oh, okay. Be your own. Go ahead. Damiloju. Why <laughs> now? <laughs> go on. Go on. Be your own. <laughs> Uh, you don't care whether it is their own base or foreign base that uh, even if their own base is not there and uh, you don't care in as much you are winning. So why are you at the studio? Are you celebrating the NPSL every morning? <laughs> <laughs> you about the pictures, the results and what are you? Hmm. This is not good. Hmm. You, you, should, you, you should invest the culture of uh, promoting, improving our, our, our national league. So what, in your opinion, what should have been the best? I, I mean, what yeah, quota? Should not be lazy. They're mm. supposed to travel around if you want to achieve. Look at West Ham. But they've traveled around. I mean, picking players from around the world, that means you traveled around. Even if I thought you have professional uh, footballers there in abroad, it doesn't mean that we're not playing football in Nigeria. But are we playing good football? Are we playing good football in Nigeria? Are we playing good football? Look at what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Biodo, I can see you're angry this morning. Okay. Hmm. All right, I, I just want to quickly correct an impression. I didn't say I don't care. I said I'm not too bothered. And the most important thing is if the best legs go to the competition. If they are not from the MPFL, then it just means we have to work on it. It doesn't mean I won't be excited if all 23 players are home-based. Mm. Yeah, that record uh, broken by Amadou Sagna, 9.6 seconds. The previous one, 14 seconds, was in Nigeria and held by Nigerians since 1985. Monday Odiaka. Mm. He set that one in that uh, first group game against Canada. Where would it win that one? Okay. So, 3-0, Senegal have won today, uh, rather yesterday. There were all the games yesterday, Oname. Yeah, we also did see Italy uh, go up against Mexico. 2-1 that ended, very, very close call there. The Italians uh, scoring first and then Mexico equalized just before halftime. And then they came in the second half, look at Aneri getting the winner for them. And for Colombia, a 2-0 win over the host Poland. Very, very uh, confident performance from the Colombians. Mm. Very overpowered, the host got one in the first half. And then that final goal from Luis Sandoval, pitch of a goal to close out that game. Uh, three points for Colombia and none for the host so far. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Good, your name? Abola, good morning. Abola, go ahead. <laughs> the blind ladies, yeah, anyway, they are starting their match today. Mm -hmm. You don't sound confident. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you scare him off? Why did you scare him off? All right, uh, one more game yesterday. Yeah, Japan Ecuador ended 1 exactly. 1. The Ecuadorians could have won this easily. But apart from Nigeria playing against uh, that's Qatar, other games today. 
Yeah, today we'll get to see Honduras uh, play host to, uh, sorry, uh, play against New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> Ukraine would also file out against the Americans. Watch out for Timothy Way there. Two of them are in our group also. Yeah, and yeah. Uruguay would uh, be up against Norway, mm. and that is the final game for today. So that's it for the under 20 World Cup, but quickly, later tonight, the U. The CAF Champions League finals <laughs> will be happening, and two seasoned campaigners, funny enough, two former winners, yeah. they won it, they, they won the last year, exactly. <laughs> so, Experience against Widered Casablanca, Experience, the defending champions, seeking to become the first team to defend this in over a decade. How do you see this panning out? Uh, uh, it, it will be a close one. This one will go, going to be in Casablanca. Yeah, that's uh, the first uh, leg. Uh, Morocco mm. uh, at 10 p.m. And that when the, the game and that's was because that. of the Ramadan fast. Yes, yes. I, I, you know, you know what? They have good stadium and it's well lit, so uh, you, you can't, you can't <laughs> play. Wow, the wow, the man. <laughs> wow, wow. So wow. Esperance are looking to you know uh, they've been on a good run. If they get to defend this title this year, mm. they have to become the fourth team to retain the trophy in more than half a century. So mm. good one for them. But you know, two legs to to see out this one. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, Abola, go ahead. <laughs> this line is who's the best today? Mm-hmm. You should take Kata very, very seriously. Mm. You understand? So we need the best match because in the concern of this minority, you need to win your best match. Mm. That is very, very important. Mm. That gives you the confidence to negotiate and navigate the other matches to get out of the group. All right. Thank you so much, Abola. <laughs> Agbola. Agbola. Okay, so just to add, uh, the Vanguard are actually reporting that the IAF, no, the AFN, that they've been given three days to produce the $135,000 or resign. But of, of course, if they resign, you know it's not going to end there. <laughs> Some people might sweep in the men in red jackets. <laughs> let, our, let our money go. <laughs> <laughs> but just in case you've not been following that story, $15,000 was meant to be paid to the AFN, that's grants from IAF, but they mistakenly, I mean, IAF added an extra zero and it became $150,000. So they not only spent their $15,000, which was meant to be paid to them, the, the other 135 flew away. So, okay, that's it for that. But quickly, um, PSG president, he's in the news on a man and uh, not so nice at all. Yeah, we hear that there was some sort of money change hands in ways that they shouldn't have. You mm-hmm. know, uh, the song for the bids for exactly. um, the war championship. IWF, yes, that didn't year. go to Qatar uh, yeah. uh, the, the previous time. But, uh, we, you know, Lamin Diak, the son of Lamin Diak, mm-hmm. you know, was suspended, you know, a wife for corruption charges. And the investigations continue. And they found out that uh, Bin Khalifa was also part of that uh, corruption charges where he did send uh, money to an organization run by uh, you know you know that 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 senegalese man who has been banned so it's possible that khalifa would also face some charges mm. too uh well it doesn't affect football more like athletics all right later tonight ligon will come to a close also this weekend we'll get to see the syria pl- uh, battle for champions league places and don't forget the mpfl also will the regular season ends this sunday more of that much later this evening on late edition but let's go to social media now uh on twitter caliph official says good morning guys i expect nothing less than a win for the flying eagles the senegalese team are the african favorites to go far in this tournament mm. as for it world wonder it says i mammothly concur with your postulation the best legs are clearly not in the mpfl anyone who says they're in the mpfl is just forming sentimentally 
patriotic. If a coach sees his best workers all playing in the foreign leagues, then so be it. All right. Uh, good morning, guys. This is from WhatsApp. Obafumilayo from Meron says, I want to wish the Flying Eagles best of luck today. As for African chances, I believe we can win the tournament. Kindly update me on Manchester United transfers. <laughs> we hear Lukaku might be heading to Inter. Mm, yep. That's uh, Lukaku plus Perisic plus 30 million, actually. Lukaku plus 30 million. No, no, no. Perisic <laughs> plus 30 million for Lukaku. <laughs> <laughs> I think United should take that. All right. We've got this one. David Temitokbe from Harmony Estates. Says, Good morning, guys. Qatar or Qatar will be scattered today by the flying eagles of Nigeria. Furthermore, Gianni's teammates are a bunch of lazy basketballers. <laughs> yeah. Chimo with Victor on Twitter says, Kudos to Italy for getting a maximum point against Mexico last night. Why for the Cup Champions League final, I see Esperance of Tunis lifting the trophy mm. over two legs. Aisha Tilola writes on WhatsApp, Good morning, guys. Wishing the flying eagles all the very best, but I won't be raising my hopes on the team winning the world title. Salami Sodik from Agege writes, The Under-20 World Cup is a tournament I love so much where energetic young lads give everything to showcase their talent to the world. The passion is always top-notch. Kyodo Adenero on Twitter says, Nigeria is winning today, no doubt. Okay, I think that's it, guys. But social media, the conversation continues there. At City1051, keep those messages flooding in and follow myself at Damilo Josali. And find me at Onomei Appeal. Me, I'm at D Silent G, that's Wilfred Monk. But make sure you go to any app store and download TTFM and take the station wherever you go. For now, our job is done. But Bella will continue with breakfast in the city. And next, it's your business my business. We know what you need. We've got your prescriptions. Stay with us. City 1051 FM.